Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Pastor Sergio Del Amore, and it gives me great joy to be able to take these next minutes with you and talk to you about the power of being on the road to restoration. Now, whether you're on the road, you've fallen off the road, you need to get back on the road, or maybe you're weary of being on the road. Today, I wanna to encourage you to give God permission to speak to you today about through what I'm gonna talk about. I'm in a series on the 11 tests of a leader. And I'm not sure where you are in your leadership development or your leadership potential. If you're a new leader or you've led for a while or you're wanting to lead again. And one of the things that is true, every great leader who's ever done anything significant for God has always had to pass tests. And if you go and review the previous episodes, you'll see that one of these tests has your name on it. And today, if you're new, I want to encourage you to share, to like, to put in a comment. Let your friends know about this podcast. I genuinely believe with all of my heart that today what I'm going to talk about is going to change your life. I want to talk to you about the test of time. Time. I don't know where you fall on the continuum of being a type A person, but one of the most difficult things for a leader is to pass the test of time. Because oftentimes in our mind, we already have a narrative of how things should go, uh, when we should arrive. And oftentimes most of our anxiety as leaders is the result of not arriving to a certain destination in the timing that we've wanted to arrive. And so let me say this to you about the test of time. All of us are gonna go through the test of time. You can't avoid it uh, regardless of what you try to think. Time sometimes is your friend, sometimes is your enemy. But in the hand of God, timing is always shaping you and causing you to become more like Christ. And I'm going to show you in the scripture how, how you handle the test of time could really determine your next step as a leader. I'm going to read to you from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 8. Hear the story of King Saul um, is waiting for the prophet Samuel to arrive to do the sacrifice before they go into battle. Unfortunately, um, Saul didn't pass this test. Let me read to you how the text reads. It says, Then Saul waited seven days according to the time set by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. The prophet Samuel said to Saul, I need you to wait seven days and I'll arrive in seven days to do the sacrifice so that you can go into battle with all the soldiers. Well, God would have it that Samuel went beyond the seven days. And as a result, it was a test. It was a test for Samuel, but it also was a test for Saul. King Saul had to make the decision. Am I going to wait and follow the last instruction that I was given? Or am I going to assume what needs to happen? Well, if you read the rest of the story, Saul passed that test miserably. So Saul goes, and instead of functioning as a king, he begins to function as a prophet and priest as well. And that wasn't his role. He didn't stay in his lane. And as a result, well, it cost him. It cost him his leadership. It cost him influence. And so I want to ask you this question. Has God asked you to wait? And in your waiting, have you become weary? 
Has God said to you, not yet? And are you frustrated because it's not now? The test to wait is a real test. And it's a frustration because when you have in your mind an, uh, already a formed an outcome on how things should be, yeah, it's really easy to begin to play God or not play God or maybe play a role that you're not supposed to play. And this is what happened to King Saul. Instead of staying in his lane, following the last instruction, he got into a lane that, well, wasn't his lane. So number one, let me tell you this. When you are struggling because things are taking longer than you expected, or you're hoping that things could have been already happening, what do I do and how do I pass this test? Number one, obey the last instruction that God gave you. Or the last instruction your leader gave me or your boss gave you, or your pastor gave you? What was the last instruction that you were given by God through your leader? Because that instruction should be where your focus is. And oftentimes what happens is we become frustrated because we feel like, well, I already fulfilled that instruction. So things should be progressing. Well, the truth is things progress when God says they're ready to progress. So the first thing I've had to learn about the test of time is this, that I must follow the last instruction that I was given. And until things change, do the last thing that you were asked to do. What was the last thing God asked you to obey? What was the last thing God asked you to give up? What was the last decision that God asked you to make? Is it to forgive someone? Is it to call someone? Is it to follow through with something? Is it to make a decision that, it's going to cause perhaps a little bit of chaos. God will always wait for us to follow the last instruction. So this is what we learn about Saul. He failed the test because he forgot to follow the last instruction he was given. The second thing about the test of time that we learn in his story that I've learned in my life as well. Not only do you have to, number one, follow the last instruction you were given, but number two, stay in the lane in which you started. Oftentimes, we want to create something. If you're a visionary, you're always living in the future and visiting the present. So when a visionary becomes anxious, they start creating new things. They start creating new momentum. They start making decisions or making moves. And without even knowing it, you start stepping out of your lane. Not only do you step out of your lane, but you stop being the person that God called you to be. King Saul moved from being the king to now wanting to be the prophet and priest by offering the sacrifice. It wasn't his role. It wasn't his responsibility. God wasn't asking him to do that. God was asking him, stay in the role in which you are. You're a king. I've got you. So here's the, here's the challenge for us or perhaps something that you can relate to. Do you feel things aren't moving fast enough? And are you tempted to make things happen by stepping up for others or making a decision for someone else or, or invoking or provoking change where you're not asked to? Because you feel like, well, if this person could just make that decision, we can move on. If, if this person would just say this or, or make this phone call or send this email, we can move this thing forward without even realizing it. It's not your lane. 
It's not your decision. It's not your authority. <laughs> and it's not your responsibility. And that's the most, I think, one of the most frustrating things is that you see what needs to be done. You know what can be done. In fact, you're probably gifted and you can make it happen. But you're a step out of your lane. This happens a lot in business. Uh, you watch your supervisor. Your supervisor, you know, you feel should be making this decision or calling corporate office or regional manager. So you want to help out the supervisor. And you make a phone call and you go above their head. And you, without realizing it, by getting out of your lane, you get out of authority. You start stepping out of the place of authority that God's placed you in. So now you're not under authority anymore. You're assuming authority that has not been given to you. So you call your boss's boss or you call a supervisor from another part of the region or part of the company to try to talk to your boss or your supervisor, you know, to, to, to invoke change or to cause change. And really all that we're doing is we're trying to manipulate the situation. Look at King Saul. He was king. But the moment that he did the sacrifice, he stopped being king and he stepped out of his role, stepped out from under authority. And that's what burdened, well, and that's what broke the heart of God. Because what he was seeing is Saul, instead of obeying, now you're assuming. That's the third thing I want to talk to you about. Not only do you need to um, follow the last instruction, not only do you need to stay in your lane, but I want to say this. When you pass the test of time, when you fail the test of time, is you start thinking about yourself and not others. See, the people started leaving Saul. So what happened is, Saul started thinking about himself instead of thinking about the people. Because a few people started leaving, it caused anxiety in him. And so it provoked him. And the enemy will do that. The enemy will cause people who were supposedly supposed to be with you Maybe make a decision to leave you only to get you out of your position so that you could be out from under authority. So what seems innocent actually becomes your demise. See, the enemy is smart. He'll cause people to leave you, to walk away from you. And without you knowing it, you become anxious. And then you start making decisions, making moves without, well, being at peace and resting and knowing that he is God. So today I want to challenge you, pass this test. It may take longer than you would like. It may be harder than you think. But I could testify to this. God is never late, but he is always on time. And remember what Hebrews 6.10 says, God will not forget because God is not unjust to forget your labor of love and how you have ministered to the saints and do minister. God is not unjust to forget your labor of love. Hold on. There is a due season for you. And when you least expect it, it's going to happen. I trust that this is helping you in your leadership. You want to send this to a friend. I want to encourage you to share, to comment, to like. Forward this to someone that you know who needs to hear it. Who is tempted to move away from their call because of the, the test of time. I want to pray today with us. Father, thank you that you're perfect time. All that you do has a perfect time. You're never late. You're always on time. 
So I ask you, Holy Spirit, calm the heart of the person who feels anxious because they feel like you're not moving quick enough. Cause them to be at peace and to know that you're in control. I thank you, Father, that you're faithful, even when we're frustrated. I give you glory, honor, and praise for the leaders that you're raising up and that you're strengthening through this podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, and thanks for watching. Share with a friend. God bless you.